Hello and welcome to Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. We are your hosts, Vidas Pinkavichus and Oshamut Zeta Pinkavichin. We've been mastering secrets of organ playing for more than 20 years and sharing them on this blog since 2011. On this show, which we create from our home in Vilnius, Lithuania, we strive to help you grow in every area of organ playing, including practice, technique, repertoire, sight reading, hymn playing, improvisation, composition, music theory, harmony, and many others. Our hope is to help you become a complete musician, or what we call as total organist, a program which we have created to help you reach your dreams faster than you would do on your own. If you are new here, we invite you to subscribe to receive free updates of this blog at organduo.lt. By subscribing, you will also receive free video on how to master any organ composition and 10-day organ playing mini course. And now let's go to the podcast for today. Hi guys, this is Vidas. And Osha. Let's start episode 569 of Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. This question was sent by Lori, who transcribes our podcasts into text. And she's also a member of Total Organist community. She writes, Hi Vidas, I have set a goal for myself to give a solo concert at my church in May. So I have started to practice some new challenging repertoire, including the Bach jig fugue. I downloaded your fingering and pedaling, and Mules, Thou art the rock. Or Tues Petrus. Sometimes it doesn't seem like I'm making much progress practicing, but it takes so much longer to learn something in my 50s than it did in my 20s or even 30s. But my sight reading and general playing of our choir anthems is easier and better. And even my typing for your podcasts is going faster and smoother for me since I started to practice slowly and carefully. So yes, when you practice, miracles happen. Thanks for all you do for organists around the world, even those of us who don't often, often post in base camp or enter contests. Love to Osher as well. You are lucky to have her. More than once I have wanted to object to something you say in your podcast, and then she says exactly what I was thinking. Perhaps I need to get her some coffee or decaf. Blessings to you both. Osha, what do you say? What a nice letter, you know, for her to write. Thank you, Lori. I'm appreciating your thoughts. Well, I guess, you know, being a woman, we can understand each other probably better. Do you think I don't understand women? Probably not so much as, you know, women can understand women, women organists. Mm, I see. So maybe you could start a podcast of your own for women only. Well, and what would I talk about, you know, <laughs> with myself, since you are not a woman? Mm, sure, but... Um, maybe I could interview, you know, organist women. Yeah, that would be right. Good specialization, I think. It's, an, it's a nice niche, because 
you know, majority of organisms in the world are men. Do you think so? Yes. And women are underserved. Um, I think um, it's evident from my Facebook fans or friends, actually, who are only, uh, I think, 80% men. And most of them are, are... are organists, of course, but uh, maybe that would could be biased towards me, you know, when I uh, in, invite some friends or they try to friend me, men more frequently befriend men, right, men. Probably, yes. And women probably be- become friends with women more. But actually I have more men friends on Facebook, organists. Organist, yeah. Comparing to mm-hmm. a female, yeah. So this this approximation might be accurate, actually. And um, and yes, um, so when women need specific help, you know, the specific issues that women face sometimes are different from men's men issues. Then they they don't necessarily get the 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 right amount of help they need, you know. They might get uh, generic advice from me, you know, or or something, but but not what they're, you know, uh, basically their issues are. As you say, you understand women better. Yes, and what about age? Do you think it's you know important to to practice more when you get? Older and is it harder for you to learn something at your age comparing to let's say 20 years back? <laughs> Definitely harder. If I if I try to learn the same amount of repertoire that I was uh, pushing for in my student years or let's say or in my 30s uh, during my DMA program studies, right? But uh, luckily, I improvise a lot, and uh, this also counts as practice for me. And um, I don't really pay attention too much uh, if if I'm learning uh, a lot on a specific day or not. My main goal is to sit down on the organ bench, and not to skip a day without practice although there are some days which I kind of regret of not sitting down that happens but uh, less and less obviously what about for you? well strangely enough you know for me it's a little bit other way around because when I remember my student years I really spent a lot of time every day on the organ bench And now I don't have that privilege. So, because I'm still performing, I have, you know, to really be be careful and, you know, focus a lot on what I'm doing. Because, honestly, not every day I get a chance to sit down on the organ bench. <clears throat> But now I learn music much faster than I did when I was young. Why is it so? Because I think because I'm teaching music theory disciplines. Mm. Yeah, harmony helps, of course, in theory. 
uh, obviously helps you understand how the piece is put together when you sight read music you you probably know right away what's happening in the piece what kind of modulations are happening what kind of uh, polyphonic techniques are being used and this way you can think like a composer who created that piece maybe centuries ago so I always advise people to to deepen their knowledge and skills in music theory and harmony even though those exercises might seem dry and unmusical sometimes you know like like to play a sequence or a modulation but to tell you the truth I think if somebody can play a modulation it's just one step away from real improvisation of of 19th century style let's say verset if you if you can play a modulation and it usually takes somewhere between eight measures around eight measures it's it's one musical idea what we call a period and if you create two more modulations you get a simple ternary form or even a one additional modulation like binary form with recapitulation at the end I remember myself you know, 20 years back when I would have to learn piece with let's see 4 or 5 accidentals it was a you know, challenge for me that time because the more sharps or you know, flats the piece would have or if you know the keys would change frequently it would bother me now it's you know it's it doesn't matter really. For example, even in your composition, you know you go from one key to another so abruptly and so so often, but it doesn't bother me. Because you have been playing it for a while now. Well, and I remember when I have had to learn the texts, it came much easier. Mm. But I remember the moment when you first played. The what was the piece we played together? Maybe the fantasy, Fantasia, on um, on the themes by Mikolaos Konstantinos Chirlonis for organ duet version arrangement, and you were complaining about those keys a lot to me because it was kind of new territory to you. But well, that was I've, but that was uh, well, a few years ago. Well, I wasn't complaining about keys. What I was complaining that you wanted me to play the right side of you, of a piece, and mm-hmm. I didn't want to do it. I wanted to play the left side, because you no, know, it's your piece, and honestly, the first part is much harder, and we didn't have much time for it. So you know, I said that as a composer, you you know have to be an honored you know to play the harder so. part. I, I think see. that's fair. Excellent. When you compose something, you will get to play the first part. <laughs> that's why I'm not composing. Is it? Just to avoid you no know, hard stuff. I see. But honestly, I would gladly play with you something that you compose. Even the first part. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'll write something, you know, just like slow accompaniment in you know, whole notes. <laughs> For me and then virtuoso 30 seconds. Yeah. For you. Just write something uh, to set me up. True. 
All right, back to Lori's question a little bit. She she really is on the right track, I think, with the fingering of Bach, Zig, Fugue. I haven't done uh, Mule's Zawar de Rock, or as it's called, um, Tu es Petra. Um, but um, but it would be nice to do this. I have to double check if if the score is in the public domain or not. Yes, I think if you know somebody decides to play a solo recital, let's see after you know a few years of not playing it, I think the wise thing would be you know to 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 play mostly an old piece, an old repertoire. And only occasionally yes, add indeed. something new. So I think it's you know nice that Lori you know plays some old such stuff and then she includes these two new pieces. Because if you would you know select all new pieces, let's see after maybe the break of five or ten years, it might be you know too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to uh, start not where you picked up where you left, but uh, actually a little bit on the easier side. Give yourself a few months to get to the level where you've been uh, all those years. Because when you are planning your recital, you know, if all pieces will be challenged for you, then you will just, you know, collapse after at the end of recital, or you will not be able to make it. Because while playing a recital, you need to you know to have like difficult pieces and more easier pieces that you could relax at least a little bit. Right. Um, I love um, the the way she says that that uh, she appreciates our work um, on base camp and uh, and uh, for people who enter contests. Um, I hope Lori will come back to our contest. She she wrote something that she needs um, to figure out how to make a video because her son used to do this for her, but he is now I think moved to another town. But uh, but that's not very difficult. The phones have now possibility to record. And upload to YouTube. Yes, and since she is working, you know, on the repertoire for her upcoming recital, she might use the same pieces for the competition. Easily, yes, that would be great. She could shoot two birds at, in with one shot, easily. We would be really appreciate her coming back because the number of our contestants is growing. Actually, last week we had what? Uh, eight? Eight, yes, eight. Yes, eight. So now our goal is nine. <laughs> Great. Thank you guys for listening and applying our tips in your practice. Please send us more of our questions. We love helping you grow. And remember when you practice. Miracles This blog is supported by Total Organist, the most comprehensive organ training program online. 
where you will find courses for every area of organ playing, including technique, practice, sight reading, repertoire playing, hymn playing, improvisation, composition, music theory and harmony, with hundreds of scores and thousands of exercises. Here is what some of the students are saying. Hugh writes, the sight reading course has helped me tremendously. Thank you very much for your SS courses and all your help. Robert writes, I found the fingerings, registration ideas and general comments to be excellent. John writes, I have found your download very helpful. It was really excellent. I have watched some of your teaching videos and when I read your instructions. I try to imagine you are there teaching me. You may feel disappointed that I am two three days behind, but I am a slow learner and I have committed to taking the time to get it right as you say. But the other night my wife commented that she had never heard me play such a detailed melody in the left hand so well. My left hand is generally poor. Robert writes, It has been a great pleasure in my life of having discovered your courses and material as well as the YouTube work of recordings. You have a calm and pleasant way of teaching. Ron writes, Hi Vida Santosha, thank you guys. What a wonderful response to my email note to you. You've got me right, and I feel you understand my level of playing. Yes, at home and lucky that I have an organ for that reason. I am paying attention to this, and I am going to try this haha no longer secret model. Yes, and I love Caesar Frank too. What is very nice about your blog podcast is that Osha and Vidas are like a Socratic dialogue, and by bouncing things off of each other, so much more information comes out and is expressed. Your comments contain a wealth of information and understanding. I really appreciate this. It is very inspiring and will keep us moving forward. Would you like to receive the same or even better results that our students are getting? If so, join them at organduo.lt slash total dash organist. And of course, you will get the first month free too. You can cancel anytime. Also, if you haven't yet subscribed to receive free updates of this blog, make sure you do that at organduo.lt. By subscribing, you will also receive free video, how to master any organ composition and 10-day organ playing mini course. This was Vidas and Osha from Secrets of Organ Playing. And remember, when you practice, miracles happen.